Hey guys, here we are, the Quick and Out of a Podcast, episode 67. I know you missed us, and tonight we're going to do something super special. I know for the last 66 episodes, you've been watching me at the end of the episode talk about all these people who are the sponsors, and most of you probably don't know who they are, so I said, you know what, let's do something different. So with me now, I've got Juan from the one and only Fatboy Jiu-Jitsu. How you doing, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. Look. So I see you're, you're repping the combat night. I can see the... Uh, Yes, read my comment you know, right all day long. I, I just want to tell everyone on the show this was not planned at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I just came from the gym. This is a Oh, my gosh. So I really appreciate it. And, you know, like I said, you know, from the earliest of episodes, Fatboy Jiu-Jitsu has been somebody, like, since I got this shirt, I think since the day I got this shirt, I added you to the list. And, you know, we usually don't talk about it too much, but the sponsors that I have on the show aren't really sponsors. They're just people that I really want to you know, give a, we're going to use the term glow up for this reason, but really get you out there. So I kind of want to talk about, you know, your journey with jujitsu and how you came to form the brand uh, that's known as Fatboy Jiu-Jitsu. Well, that's, uh, <clears throat> so I started training jujitsu. Well, I actually did not, the idea wasn't to train jujitsu realistically, right? I started Never watching, is. uh, um, got really big in MMA, got some friends who were, who were uh, MMA fans. And I started watching, um, hardcore, like back in the affliction days, right. Um, back when, <laughs> yes, back when Fedor and I think it was going to fight Andre Arlovsky, those M1 glow, like back that time. Right. And the ultimate fighter was getting big. And at that point I was like, you know what there was, and it, I, I can't even remember who it was. But there was a guy who who was on The Ultimate Fighter who had lost a significant amount of weight and was on the show. And I was like, oh, man, that could be me. And locally, we had an MMA fighter named by the name of Kevin Abrante, um, who trained at, at the Gracie Baja that I went to. And I was like, man, you know what? You know, it's possible. It's possible. I can do this. So... I went to Gracie Baja and I went to sign up because I was like, okay, well, you know, I got to learn jujitsu if I want to be an MMA fighter. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I started training jujitsu my first class. Um, they give you, you know, you sign up, they give you your free gi. Um, and it's not really free gi, you paint, you paint up front for it basically. And so yeah. they, they gave it to me and it was like it, the biggest one they had, it was an A5 and it barely closed the top. The pants were laughable that, you know, they were super long. They, they weren't going up, but halfway up my thighs, it wasn't, um, it wasn't for me. It, it didn't feel like it was for me. And, you know, and to, to their point, they had something else. they were trying. Right. So I was close to 380 pounds, 385 pounds. And I tell people I, the, the biggest I was, was 385, but honestly, that was the biggest I saw on the scale was there times where I was more robust? Yes. Um, when, you know, more heavier, probably, you know, I, I probably tipped over 400 at one point. Um, but 385 was the biggest I got. And, that, you know, it, it getting 385 at a doctor's office when they, it, it's not even a special scale. It's a scale that kind of, it, man, it's uh it looks like a walker. It's so big, you know, it's, it's almost like a walker and it has a platform. Mm -hmm. um, they want you to hold on to it because they, you know, don't don't fall over. Um, it, it, the the scale you see at like a, my six hundred pound life, 
like those kind of scales. It, it was, you know, pretty big scale. So they, um, there wasn't really a gi for me. And I started trying to wear um, nurse scrubs. So nurse scrubs, I was trying to, because they, you can get up to like three X and they had um, an elastic band waist. The problem with scrubs is scrubs are really thin. So yeah. when somebody, <laughs> somebody grabs a grip, those are probably the last time that that seam is going to hold. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of fake it a little bit. And that's kind of what I did. Um, and I started training a little bit of Muay Thai instead. I had injured myself. Um, I got injured. Someone was going for a takedown. So then um, I started training Muay Thai more. And I, I kind of, at the same time, my wife got pregnant. And I, I kind of backed off from going to the gym. In the ruse, and the guys all, you know, oh, um, my wife needs me at home. She's pregnant, yada, yada. Um, then, the, you know, my son came and it was, oh, I'm not going to the gym now because I got a baby. I can't be going to the gym with a baby and, you know, all that noise. <laughs> and I, you know, and during that time when my, you know, I went, um, I probably got bigger too, right? I, actually, I know I got bigger when my wife was pregnant with my son. Um, I would eat her meals. I would finish her meals. And instead of, you know, saying, okay, well, let's just order one meal because I know you're not going to eat it. I would order my, the biggest meal I wanted. And then instead of even taking that meal for like lunch the next day or whatever, I would just, oh, I'm going to finish it here. So I, I started blowing up a lot more. Um, then, you know, I spent a, with my son, I spent a lot of time playing video games, right? And it was about about 18 months when I started to go back to jujitsu. Wow. And 18 months. 18 months. Yeah. So I was, like I said, training eight, six to nine months, then a break for 18 months. And then I went back. And then when I went back, I was like, man, I really, I was, I was buying two geese. I was buying a gi, a big enough gi that had pants that would fit, but their sleeves or their their, their their gi top would never fit. So then I would buy another gi just for the top and kind of mix and match gi top, gis that yeah. way. I would try to get them the same color, but most of the time that wasn't, you know, that wasn't happening. So there's a, man, there's a lot of pictures of me back in the day of just white gi top or white gi pants, blue gi top, because that's <laughs> what, that's what fit. That's what I well, had that fit. Because like an A4 isn't meant for somebody who's five foot ten. It's meant for somebody who's like six foot five mm-hmm. that way. And I'm I know I'm 295. Like I'm not a small guy either. And I know how hard it is to find the geese. So I get that. And it's almost a discouragement because you finally find, you know, you're trying to find pants that fit and you can't move your legs for guard. Because yeah, they bind. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well. I'm just going to figure out what else to do today. Like you kind of just have to adjust to being fat. Like there's no way around it. Like it's crazy. You really do. And, and the, the, the idea that, Oh, ju- how the craziest thing was when everybody said jujitsu is for everybody. Okay. So where's my gi? <laughs> where's, my yeah, where's my gi? Where's the gi that fits me. Right. Or at least, and, I know, you know, he, so that was like the callus, the, the, 
the catalyst to say, man, I, I, I could probably do this. And honestly, I didn't realize how many guys that, you know, that I could help, right? Because I have, there's a bunch of guys, one or two geese. And, and you know what? I don't want, realistically, if I sell you a gee, I don't want you buying the A4, the A3, the A4 fat boys for years. That's not the idea. Yeah. That's for you to get in a gee so you can start training so then you can eventually get into an A3 or an A2, you know, a regular size key. Now, granted, I sell those sizes too, but I don't want, you know, I don't necessarily want you to always, for, if if I have someone who's buying for the last, not, you know, five years or six years, the same size gee, you know, we got to talk about your discipline. Yeah. What are we, do, what are we doing that? You know, I know these geese fit you. And I think that's, that's probably what it comes down to, too, to, to, I hate when that comes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but realistically, I think, I think that's a crazy business idea is that you're saying like, Hey, listen, I know I'm making these geese for you bigger guys. Don't stay in these sizes. Don't put yourself in that window where all you can get is from me. You mm -hmm. know, for me, I had an A3 Vulcan, the ultra light. It's still not ultra light. It doesn't breathe the best, but it was an A3 that fit me perfectly. And I had gone through four other geese and I tried A3 Husky, A3 Long, A4, and I'm trying all these different geese. And I'm like, none of these work. I'm having most of them. You're buying them, right? Because you're not, it's not like or you, some people, they'll buy in a return and stuff like that, but. You know, but most of them you're not returning. I'm, you know, I I donated one of my other ones to one of the guys in the dojo, and he wears it all the time, and it fit him perfectly. But I went, I need something for me, and I just got recently. I haven't even got to use it on the mats, if that tells you anything. But I finally found a gi top that fits the top. The pants are kind of long, but you're like, you're still like, as soon as somebody grabs a little bit of fabric, full control. You have you have lost everything. Because they've got all this extra room of grabbing onto you because the pants are too long mm -hmm. or the pants are too tight and they can't grab on anything. So the last time somebody grabbed a grip right into my knee, I felt everything right here. I felt every single groove of their knuckle and everything. And I went, you know, this is why, you know, what you're doing is kind of revolutionary because People make husky geese. They make long geese, you know, for those guys. But they're not making geese for a guy who's five foot ten, two hundred ninety pounds. Well, and the husky geese, what I what I learned and through my time, and and let me tell you, the last, <clears throat> I want to say the last five or six years. Obviously, I've obviously I've been making a change because now a lot of other people are starting to pick up on the husky sizes. But way back when, the husky size was. They gave you more gi fabric up top. The gi pants were the same gi the pants. Same exact pants. <laughs> the same exact pants. They didn't do anything for the pants. And let me tell you, that's that's where a lot of the problem is, right? Because I got a lot of ass behind me, really. You know, <laughs> I got some thick thighs. I, you know, I can I, you know, <sighs> thick thighs and a big ass, and it's it's not. Uh, that's really where the problem lies, right? And. Uh, so designing pants and getting cuts for pants that that was hard that's you know and it's it's not uh that's the other thing right when you're three three eighty you know anywhere between three fifty three eighty anytime you go over to three hundred let me tell you we're all built the same we can be the same height and almost the same weight but, but we will not 
yep. built the same. You're if you're 5'4, 160 pounds, let me tell you, most 5'4, 160 pound guys are built almost all the exact same. Yep. That does not that does not work with that does not work when you're when you're in in the obese range or overweight range, right? It, no, it really right. doesn't. And for me, I've always had broader soldier shoulders, shoulders, shoulders. I'm like, I'm losing words tonight. But no, I've had the broader shoulders, and it's been a problem since I was a kid. It doesn't matter what weight I was, where you know the sh- just shirts don't fit the same way. You know, when I was in high school, I could buy the same size shirt every time it fit. I'm like, I know I wear an extra large. Cool, it fits. Now I'm wearing like eight different size shirts. Because everybody's everybody's different. different. Yeah, everybody's different. And then the country of origin, the country of where it's made, you know, you get something. (laughs) Don't don't try to order a 3X on Sheen because it ain't an American 3X. I'll tell you that. 3X is like a medium. (laughs) (laughs) They're 170 pounds wearing 3Xs. Yeah, right. So, you know, you were, like you said, you were on the scale 385. So what are you at now? So this morning I weighed myself at 218 and I've been fluctuating. Thank you. I fluctuate anywhere between that, like 220 to the lowest has been 195. Yeah. I was 195 at one point in my life. That was a good time. (laughs) (laughs) I was too on the way up. (laughs) Usually. Well, I saw that once on the way up. Yeah. Well, in competing, you know, there's a 230 plus. So, like, anybody over that weight class, myself included, like, that puts us in a really uncomfortable spot because you're not seeing that in every, any other competition class. You're not seeing that much of a weight discrepancy where you could be 280 and the next guy could be 350. You know, well, I'm going to drop, drop this. All that weight I lost, depending, I'm still sometimes in the same weight class. <laughs> What? <laughs> Think about this. So, so, yeah. So, in the gi, right? So, you have ultra heavy is 222 and up. Yeah. So, if I don't, if I don't really focus on and, and cut in and try to, weight. Get, you know, I'm still in the same weight class. You know, uh, who was just in my, um, in, at Pans in my weight class? Gabriel Gonzaga, Masters 3, ultra heavy. That's, yeah. I'm sorry, what? I'm yep. sorry, what? <laughs> Bruno Bastos, Master 3, Ultra Heavy. You know, Pedepano, Master 3, Ultra Heavy. Yeah. Those are I'm some losing big, weight those tomorrow. Are some big dudes. Tomorrow. Right? <laughs> I'm losing the weight. Yeah. So I was, you know, and, and you're funny, you said I was 5'9, five, five, closer. May, I, I always, on my license, probably said 5'10, but I was that, right? Yeah, but with the amount of weight I lost, I, I say I lost the fat pads at the bottom of my feet. I'm more like five six right now. <laughs> I'm five six. Like I'm, I've lost height. Oh my god, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, everybody not, else, uh, you're like, I lose it in my face. I lose it in my belly. You're like, no, I lost it in my feet. Uh, I lost it in my shorter. feet and my height. Yeah. My 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 wife sometimes wearing she's wearing heels. I'm like, damn, you gotta wear those. <laughs> like, are you really doing this right now? Like, are we really doing this? But it's all right. I rock it. I don't mind. It don't bother me. So, what 
obviously you saw the need for it. Like what drove you to say, you know what? I can make these geese. Like I can do this for these guys so that, like you said, uh, jujitsu is for everybody. So let's I make mean, it selfishly. Everybody. Selfishly, let me tell you the truth. It was because I wanted to eat. I wanted to look fresh. I wanted to, you know, <laughs> realistically, that's what it is, right? And I'm hoping, man, I hope I can sell them. That's that's really where, where it's at. Let me let me try this. And you know, I it, it's not like believe me, I've lost every, money in every single in every single batch. There's not, it's not, uh, I'm not moving like numbers like show your row or anything. So it's nothing, nothing to where it's right home about. But to be honest, it's, I'm better off making sure that, you know, there's a couple guys every time I release a batch that finally get a gi that can start training. You know, I got a coworker who, who started training. He wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't want to buy a gi. And then I told him, Hey, look, I got some gi sizes coming up and, um, he bought an A3H of mine and legit was like, okay, this is what I needed. And he started training jujitsu and now he's what, two months in and wow. loves it, man. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that like, like you said, you know, I, uh, you know, it's funny when you get people getting ready for competition and you'll get some of the smaller guys and they'll point and they'll go, can't roll with you. Can't roll with you. Definitely can't roll with you. And you go, you know, I should be insulted by that, but I understand why you're saying it. But I get it because when you are that bigger guy, people think you're just relying on your weight. And I had somebody tell me right at the end of me being a white belt, they said, you use, you rely on your weight too much. And I got into like the blue belt category and I had somebody go, why don't you use your weight more? And I went, because I'm not trying to rely on it anymore. And then I realized that going 100 kilos my size feels like a damn truck laying on <laughs> And rolling with other people that same size changes you because you start to realize what that feels like on other people. Mm-hmm. And so, again, you know, going back to the gi, there's times where I've given up positions because I can't move my leg. Because I am literally stuck in my pants. I found the one pair of pants that has the right length. But my thigh is too big. So literally they go to grab my pants and you just see them doing this because they can't get a grip because it's it's literally my skin. So when they're grabbing a hold of, you know, that knee and they're pushing <laughs> down my knee, that's my skin you're grabbing. It, it's that, yoga, that's tight. yoga pants tight. <laughs> yeah. And I know people are going to say, I'll oh, just lose some weight, you know, just do that. It, it's easier said than done. And I know. With you, you know, you're talking about losing at least 160 pounds. So, and that's true. And let me tell you, I started, I didn't, I didn't lose the majority of my weight until I was well into being a purple belt. I lost the majority of my weight starting around June of 2017. And it was, you know, I was still up there in 300 pounds and and let me tell you, the 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 three hundred, the number three hundred was such, it was a mind fuck for me because it was so hard for me to drop below that. And then there were times where I'd get so close, and then something would happen, and I would either go, you know, do like a cheat meal, and you know, just and then go off the rockers, and then it'd be like, oh shit, I'm back at three thirty, and it's like. 
when you're so close to being under 300 and then you, you know, you add 10%, because that's what that is at that time. It's like you add another 10%, you're like, damn, you just, yeah, it, you know, you're going back up. 100%. So my, um, my daughter was, was born July 18th of uh, 2017. Oh, man. And Five days right away around, from my birthday. Like, oh, we're pretty really? close there. Yeah. Pretty close, yeah. So she, um, well, right, right was when my wife was pregnant with her, I had a, a friend of mine, actually the same guy who, who dubbed me Fat Juan. And who, oh who kind of started, who started, I was the only Juan in the gym, but he, he I was Fat Juan to him. You were the only Juan? You were the only, the only Juan? Yes. And the only Juan, but I had to be Fat Juan for him. Oh man. And and I, and I, you know, it, it is. And the same time I, I mess with these guys and I say, they fat shame me into changing my life. And they did, you know, you're, you have, I, I can't, not everybody who makes fun of you for being fat is, is your enemy, right? Like some guys do it to try to motivate you. And I understand some people don't get motivated that way. Um, but that doesn't mean they don't care about you any less. Right. Agreed. So he kind of, and, you know, and, and I always made excuses about, oh, you know, I'm doing really good on my diet. And, and he kind of said, hey, do you really think you're going to walk your daughter down the aisle like this? Oh, shit. Now, my, like I said, this was, you know, she was, my wife was, you know, within eight weeks of, of giving birth. And um, I was like, damn, that kind of. That, that that hurt, right? So then I said, you know what? I'm going to try doing 90 days going real hard, going no cheat days. And I'm going to start. And, and I, you know, I had started keto once before, and it was just, you, you saw, and this was back in the day where, like, no, <laughs> nobody did keto, right? Like, so there was a couple of people who did it and lost a lot of weight. And then, but it was the majority, everybody was, like, talking to Atkins and stuff. So, but I was like, you know what? Let me try this. And right around the 90 day mark was uh, Hurricane Irma had rolled through uh, oh, Fort Myers and, and, you know, devastated Lee County. And I was, um, I used to live down there at that time. I had come up, luckily my mom was here in, in Orlando and I stayed up here. My office kind of let me work from here. Um, and within that time, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna eat some sushi. And that sushi, that one meal uh, kind of, I ate it and it, I felt so horrible. I hadn't felt that horrible in the longest time. Just the, the amount of rice in the rolls was just, it some, it just sat so heavy. And it, you know, I, like I said, by that time I had done 90 days of, of keto and I had lost, you know, a good 45 pounds, like really quick. And it was, it was like, man, and that's the one thing, like, it was like, okay, well, if this is the results I'm going to get, I'm going to keep on trying it. Yeah. I'm going to keep on doing it. Why not? So that happened. I was like, dang, okay. So let me just get back on the wagon. I wasn't going <clears> to. <throat> and then from there, I went that long stint and I went 587 days, which is almost two years. No cheat days. You know, and the beautiful part of that for me. <laughs> like the that, beautiful no, that part deserves that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, you're 
but I was lucky and blessed in the fact that there wasn't all these stuff that was marketed keto and wasn't. Right? Because nowadays, <clears throat> oh my God, yeah, everything you go down every aisle and everything's going to say keto this, keto that. And it's and, really not. And it's re- 100% really not. You know, they try to, they play numbers with, with your net carbs and your fiber intake and 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 they're playing all this now and then really if you start looking at the the ingredients and all the the dose the the sucralose and everything that's hidden in there the sugar alcohols and stuff it's like man it's really not keto no it's not um but you know i did it at a time where there was nothing and it and it you know i at that time, I hated it because I was like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. My, I, you know, my ice cream, my treat to myself would be, um, I would take, I would have to, I had a, one of those, my wife has a, one of those mixers, um, those KitchenAid mixers, right? Oh, so I would, yeah. I would, I would put about a cup, a cup of um, heavy cream in the, in the mixer, put it in the freezer for a little bit, and then I would have the mixer sit there and mix it until the heavy cream was very, very thick, just kind of like a cool whip. Right. Mm -hmm. And then had a little bit of stevia in it, put it in the freezer. And that was my ice cream. That's how I, you know, and nowadays you can go up to a Publix and you could get rebel ice cream that says it's keto. And you know, it kind of is, but if you eat it, it's not that keto. Because let me tell you, that that the the gas it gives you is uh, doesn't it doesn't feel right, you know, and it it just it doesn't sit well. <laughs> Dude, keto gas is no joke. I'm not oh even my god, lie. It's not. Like, oh my god, it's worse than protein farts, you know. <laughs> I know that everybody watching tonight did not know we were gonna hit keto and protein farts, <laughs> but that's the first here on the show, so. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes, guys. So that's you know, 587 days, right? So and in that, dude, I the only reason I broke it at that point, um, we were we were vacationing uh, in Brazil. Okay, we were in Rio de Janeiro, and it was one of the final days, dude. I ate so much churrasqueria out there, but it was still like I'll just eat meat and cheese, meat and cheese. That's that's what I would do. So keto, but there is this one spot that my friend from Fort Myers, you know, he, you know, I was telling somebody else uh, in my podcast yesterday about how, you know, jujitsu is so amazing that you can go 4,000 miles away and make friends only for, for the simple fact that you've trained somewhere you trained with somebody's friend. So the, the guy that, you know, who um, trained jujitsu with me, who taught my son capoeira in Fort Myers, he had a cousin in Rio. He, you know, he's from Rio and he goes, Oh, look, I'll link you up with my cousin. And they, and you know, my, his cousin came, picked me up. Um, I left (laughs) for, you know, me and my wife, we went there with the kids, dude, the, the, the amount of Portuguese I, I speak, I still speak like zero. I solely made it around over there on, on my broken Spanish. Because luckily enough, it's so close. <laughs> um, but we did we did all right, you know. And and there's so many people. Oh my God! How 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 can you cry? You guys are crazy. You guys know nobody out there, and you guys are gonna go to Brazil with the kids. Okay, let's go. 
But, you know, so I left him at the Airbnb and um, had his cousin pick me up. We went to go train a couple of times and it was amazing. Like made friends over there, friends that still hit up in, on, on Instagram today, you know, talk to all the time, just jujitsu, right? So we were there and on the beach, there's this, he was telling me, listen, if there's ever an acai place that you need to try, it's this Cocoa Point right there. And uh, so I had, that's how I broke 587 days of no cheat oh, days. in Rio. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's not a bad way to break it. No, but... definitely, definitely worth story worthy, though. You know, I'll never <laughs> forget that. There, there's never, I've never had acai that good. Dude, every every Brazilian, everyone who speaks Portuguese, everyone is like acai, 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 and then you try it and you go, oh, okay, okay, I see what it is. So I've never had it from Brazil. I can't say that, but I will. You put you put you know granola, and then yo when they really start getting with the with the condensed milk because the condensed milk just steps it up another notch. But honey, yeah, so. That's what I, you know, that's where it was. And then in that same, during that same time period, um, during the end of December, 2018, I listened to Goggins' first book, mm-hmm. you Can't Hurt Me. And in that book, I kind of, uh, I was gonna start 2019, and I was gonna do 100 burpees for 100 days. That was my goal. Ooh. Actually, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was a hundred for thirty days, and I had a friend who was gonna say, "Oh, well, I was gonna do." Um, he was doing a hundred air squats, a hundred push-ups, and a hundred sit-ups for a hundred days. And he goes, "You should probably do it for a hundred days." And I go, "Okay." So then I started doing it for a hundred days, and in in the interim of that. Um, it became okay. Let me just do a hundred for the year. You know, at the end of okay. the year, it'd be like thirty six, five hundred. And I was like, man. Um, mentioned it. Mentioned it to somebody who did CrossFit at the same gym with us, and he started. And he, you know, he started like a, almost four or five weeks behind me. And he said, you know what though, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to hit forty thousand at the end of the year. And, and it kind of like, it put, it set me away. Cause I was like, wait, 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 you're not going to out burpee me in my own shit. <laughs> you're not, I, I started this. You're not going to out burpee me in my own shit. So then that became, it just kept on changing. It kept on changing. So I ended up doing burpees every day for 625 days to the tune of 100,005. And I did the five extra. <laughs> I can't even clap for that. Like that. I did the five extra only because I said, "Oh, I stop at a hundred thousand." <laughs> <laughs> but that also helped me so five. much through the pandemic, right? Because that that was t- very towards the end of it, and I didn't. I really didn't. Luckily, didn't gain. You know, the 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 the, the quarantine, the the fifteen, because. I was doing burpees every day. And actually, because ju- I had to stop doing jujitsu, I went from, oh, I'll do 200 a day. And I was, so, and I raised it to 250 because I was like, I need more of a, I need more of a workout. 200. 
Whew. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine doing that, like fitting that into my day. Like I probably should be able to do that. I mean, where it you're working at right now I, is where I work. Like this is my office. Like this is it. It was not easy. And there was days where I would wake up and get them done early. And there was days where I would like, fuck, it's 11 o'clock. I need to do these before the day ends. Oh, man. Yeah. Those days sucked. But some, <laughs> some of those You're like 11 some, o'clock. It's time for bed. I didn't do my burpees today. I didn't do my burpees. But let me tell you, that, that instilled a lot of discipline. And it, you know, it carries over, right? And I'm not, I, I'm not, I can't say that I work out every day like I do. I'm, you know, I do jujitsu four to five times a week. Um, Jeez. And, and I don't get to work out on, you know, I try to, but not, I don't do it every day. And I should be, right? And it's, it just, that's just a reminder that I probably should be because I've done it before, you know, and I've done something. Once you do 150 burpees or even 100 burpees, do 50. You do it every day and you, oh, everything else kind of seems, okay, if I can do this, that really sucks, right? A lot of people go, oh, I, I, I'd rather do something that I like to do. I didn't like doing burpees. I did it because they suck. Yeah. That's why Once we train to get to. It sucks. But we <laughs> like doing it. <laughs> And you're getting better at it, right? So it's it was just one of those. And, and if I can attack the day knowing that I did something that was that I hated to do, but I still did it, most of everything else could be <clears throat> could be easier, you know. Just a different, just way to look at things. That's a way different way to look at things. And like I, I still can't get over the hundred thousand and five. Um, that would bother me that you did five. Like you need to do a hundred thousand and six. Like <laughs> I got a friend. He goes, bro, why'd you do? You should a hundred thousand and ten because that that's a that's that's not an even number. He's like, that isn't even. Number. And I go, you're right. I go, but it's divisible by five. You just get on the ground and do five more. You're like, okay, okay, okay. I got time. I got time. Well. Juan, I'm going to keep this episode a little bit shorter because I think we need to do a part two because we oh, still need to talk more about your journey and everything else. And I kind of want to pe- keep people wondering what's going on because, again, you you know, we talk about the significant amount of weight and, like, I've been through the keto thing and the first time keto, it worked. The second time you try keto after you stop, it doesn't work so well. And it does, and you're, 100% it doesn't. Because you go, your body goes, hey, asshole, I'm not doing this again. Like, they completely understands what's going on. So I think we'll talk more about, you know, your daily regimen, like what things have been like since you started the Fat Boy Jiu-Jitsu brand, um, making amazing shirt for, you know, the Combat Night guys. Thank you. Thank you. That, I, that was actually my buddy, Chris Lucky, from Retro Grappler, designed oh, that. Gosh. That shirt. So that shirt is is very very. I'm never gonna we can't release it anymore. Um, but the reason that shirt is very very um, important to me. So the day the Duval fight that that shirt references was um, March of 2020. It was the only MMA sanctioned MMA event happening 
in the United States during COVID. That right there is the reason why the UFC came back to Florida and started coming to Florida because of it, Mitchell, it what Mitchell Chamali did. Yep. What Mitchell Chamali did in Duval County set precedence, and that's why the UFC was able to come back. It's so funny because I messaged Mitchell today because part of our work, uh, we have the ability to donate to a charity of our choice. So, of course, I picked the Josh Shaman Foundation. Oh, thank you. That was um, awesome. I found out that, uh, you know, my company donated $250, which that doesn't sound like a lot, but they're doing that for every single one of their 40,000 plus employees. I'm like, that means a big deal. So all wow. these, you know, different charities. And I said, you know, out of all the ones I could have picked, I said, that one is near and dear because of everything Mitchell did and everything Mitchell's done. And you're absolutely right. The UFC had not done anything in Florida four years if you talk about two weeks ago they just did their first pay-per-view in mm -hmm. miami since like ufc 46 you now do you do you know the importance of that it beat madison square garden the gate beat yeah. msg yep you know why because izzy sorry that's my love is or was it or, or was it jorge the king of Miami, it's probably, it's probably Jorge, but that fight was awful. I'm sorry, Jorge. If you're watching, I'm sorry. And if you're watching, also, thank you. Uh, Jorge. But, yeah. but, you know, it was it was a way to see him go out. But I think Jorge had done what he needed to do. And I think I think it was kind of the opposite of an adrenaline jump, in, you know, in the sense that he knew that that was his last fight, whether he won or lost. I think he really did. And I think he just said, you know what, let's just – Let's just go out there and give him a show. And I think he did everything he could to try and make that happen. And, you know, unfortunately in this sport, not everybody's going to want to agree with that. Not everybody's going to say, I don't want you to make a, a name out of me. Mm -hmm. You know, look at, I don't want to be the guy who breaks, you know, he broke the record on title defenses or in hockey. I don't want to be the guy, oh, he scored his 50th goal on me. Well, everyone's going to remember me now, you know, things like that. So. I feel like sometimes people are a little like the other fighters. Like, yeah, I know this is a big moment for you, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to be your highlight reel. Yeah, exactly. So, Juan, I'll just take a second, and you know, take this time to tell everybody about the brand, where they can find your stuff, and um, you know, so, anything special you're doing. So, anything. Um, FatboyBJJ.com. That's where everything's at. Uh, you know, um, on Instagram. I'm fat boy BJJ there. You can link the, the, I have the link to my store, the, the, you know, the website, the store, uh, the podcast that I do, um, which kind of tries to, I'm, I'm trying to do this as well. Um, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> I teach kids jujitsu. So that's, you know, at, at our school, tough as nails, uh, jujitsu out in Oviedo. So if you're ever in Orlando, you want to come tra train with me, you know, you said, <clears throat> you mentioned earlier about, smaller guys not wanting to train with big guys and i actually try to make it a fact that if there's a big guy that comes to my school i try to train with him because i know what it was to be now let me get i'm not going to you know I, I know what to do what not to do right but i try to try i try to train with all the big guys because i know that um that feeling of not of people not wanting to train with you because of your weight, because of your size. So yeah. for that very reason alone, I try to make it a point to roll with people, to roll with the bigger guys. Well, and you're a brown belt now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, are, are we the... Black belt. What? 
What? Yes, I got my yes, I got my black belt uh, last year actually. The, oh my the, god. The last year. Yes, sir. Professor Juan. Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so exciting. How do I don't I'm sure I didn't miss that, but in this moment right now, I'm like Sure, I no, did, but it's, it's... I think it's so exciting because so many people I know have gotten their black belts within the last couple of years from it's all a, different it's schools. Amazing, I you know I believe I still feel like a Um, but I it, it's great. It's um, it's a different way. Like it really, I think I think that me getting my black belt is what really got my wife to start training jujitsu now. Um, which you know that just. I'm uh, you know, falling in love with the sport all over because now I get to mold someone so close to me. It's, and it's and great. you're and you're right in every situation because you know what's going on. <laughs> tell your wife not to watch like the last five minutes of this because she's not gonna like that one. But. Well, let me tell you one of the one of the 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 tricks that I did was hey I, I'm gonna do all the gi laundry. So let me tell you how much gi laundry I, <laughs> I'm consistently doing gi laundry. Oh, man. Well, I think it's taken long enough. I think, uh, you know, once I get back in there training, I think I need one of your geese. So we'll definitely need to talk. And we'll link up. And, um, you know, I want to be able to represent that because I know we've got a bigger guy. We've got a much bigger guy than me. And I know it's hard for him to find a gee. Um, yeah, I know it's, it's harder for those guys because, you know, sometimes they're just big guys. Other people yeah. like to say they're fat. Other like, you know, call them fat boy. You call it fat boy jujitsu for a reason. And, you know, like you said, the fat shaming is what changed your life. And I know that's weird and everybody's probably going to have a problem with that. But some of that, you know, those people saying that to you kind of gave you a different direction. And I saw something. You're absolutely right. I saw something today. Was it today or yesterday in Instagram? And it was all over because it was this really, 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 really morbidly obese chick on an airplane. And she was <clears throat> getting upset that um, that the airplane's not built for you, right? And I've had to fly a couple times where to the point where it's like they've almost uncomfortably tried to tell me, "Yo, you need to buy two seats." And let me tell you, I um, I don't think that we need to change everything because. Uh, because Americans are so obese, you know, I think I think we really need to look in within and, and, and change that ourselves because this is not this this it's okay to be um, obese or it's it's or the, the even the stranger thing it's healthy to be obese it's crazy that's it's not it's not a it's not good you know no. I'm just the way I feel the you know the amount of energy I have. Um, completely changed you know and it's really it was it's eye-opening and it's easy for me to say that now you know hindsight's always twenty twenty, right but if, if that's one thing i can tell people man you you got to make the change now you don't want to be me at thir- you know luckily i'm 40 now i started making the change at about 35 you know it you don't i i could have served saved myself so much heartache from you know from 20 to 35 of shit that I could not do there's you know there's a laundry list of shit that I could not do because yo you're just too big yeah 
and, and I don't think, and I don't think we need a change. Ever. Yeah. You know, I don't think we need to change that. I think, you know, like he's, the fat shaming, it's, it's not, I don't think it's, uh, I mean, there, there, you know, there, there's a difference between fat shaming and into it and, and straight out bullying, but I don't That's think great. it's, I don't think it's not, uh, warranted. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating because as I've gotten bigger, like I noticed like, man, these seats are smaller. I don't remember them being this small and I'm going, no, it's, it's me. This is what needs to change. So I think it's, you know, that's kind of the eye opening thing there. So this was kind of an introspective in my own life, which was kind of, sorry. Yeah. What the hell Juan? what the hell? <laughs> so um, I'll just take a moment as everybody knows, you know, La Barba Cubana, amazing beard care, fat boy jujitsu, as you're seeing in the flesh right now, amazing BJJ gear. Tim underscore makes knives on Instagram. Bertzos bakes goods uh, out in Orlando. So if you're in Orlando and you're needing a cheat day, some of the best sweets you'll ever have. So sorry to, you know, ruin that diet if you're on one right now. What's really cool is I wore this hat out uh, the other day and somebody was like, oh my God, that's an amazing bakery. And I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but it was really cool to see that like, hey, somebody recognized something and, you know, my advertising worked in some way, shape or form. And then the Tales of the Concert Junkie, you guys have seen that. That's talesofaconcertjunkie.myshopify.com. Use promo code QUIGGINOUT for 15% off your order. If you're training, MMA, jiu-jitsu, you know, go to RevGear. Check out promo code QUIGGINOUT as well. Uh, that's something new we're working on. So if the promo code doesn't work, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's something new. And, you know, really at the end of the day, this moment is for Fatboy BJJ. Um, you know, you bigger guys out there, I know you're going to watch this. And be like, oh my God, it's finally somebody who's making a gi for me and I can finally get back into it. And that's exactly what Juan's going for here. And uh, I really appreciate everything you do. So on behalf of myself, thank Combat you. Breath, and all of us uh, not small guys out there, thank you so much, brother. And you have a And, and listen, we're, we're going to put this right here, the quigging out. Uh, I'll get with you the quigging out. Um, if it's not today, by tomorrow, get quigging out at the checkout and we get 10% off all the geese. Oh, see, see uh, now everybody, everybody better run. I don't care if you're big or not, run to this site and get this because this is life-changing. And again, for me, that's the most discouraging thing about training is that when the gi started to get too small, when it shrunk a little bit too much, whether it was because of the dryer or because of me, that uh, that kills your drive. And you see all these people, these skinny people wearing gis, and they're like, look what I got. This is so cool. And you're like, hey, they don't make that in my size. So um, I think what you're doing is not condoning it. You're giving them a lifeline. You're giving them a raft and going, okay, here's the raft. Now swim, you know, get to a to. point where, um, you know, you can change your life for the better. And I, uh, I really appreciate everything you're doing, Juan. So thank you so much for taking the time. And I, I like, again, I hope you have a great night, man. Likewise. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother.